Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Golden Girl Blues. This week's featured artist is an award-winning singer and songwriter out of Texas with well over five decades of live performances on her resume. She has performed with many of the greats throughout her career and has left her mark along the way in multiple genres, including soul, jazz, and the blues. She just uh, released her latest project on the NOLA Blue label, from which you just heard the title track, Golden Girls Blues. I am honored to welcome back to Highway Blues a true living legend and Houston's first lady of soul, Trudy Lynn. Uh, thanks for uh, taking the time. Be with me this afternoon, Trudy. And uh, Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, Al. It is all my pleasure. I welcome you back to Highway Blues. You know, your uh, new release, Golden Girl, it's getting both uh, a lot of attention and airtime these days. We we want to talk about the making of your latest work, but uh, first, let's go back to the 60s in Houston and let me uh, and my listeners know let who it was. That. You know I'm a golden girl. <laughs> yeah, we know you're a golden girl. Tell us who all influenced you back in the early days when you was like a uh, a teenager before the golden years came along. When I was a teen, you know, I heard a lot of artists like on the radio, and then my parents would buy some of those old 78 records. I would hear people like Donna Washington, Faye Adams, uh, Laverne Baker, and people like that. I was, I, I was, I heard them when I was young. How fortunate you are to have been uh, brought up with uh, that kind of music around you. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So it pretty much directed you uh, right from the beginning. You knew exactly where you wanted to go vocally. Yes, I did. But, you know, I did even before just getting into the blues, just into the blues genre. I, 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 I heard so much music. I'm from Texas, right? Houston, Texas. So in Texas, you know, we have a lot of country music. So I heard a lot of country music, a lot of doo-wop and uh soul music and 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 i i, I can say i was fortunate enough to I, I ventured into a lot of it you know yeah and i could do a lot of it but you know i always tell people i say you know you could you could, you could do a lot of type music a lot of type different thing in playing different music but i don't care how much you do you don't master but one yeah and uh tell me just exactly about this master of one Okay, it's you know, like I did all the other music, I liked it and everything, you know, I was off into it is it's what was going on when, when that generation was doing it. But I I'd always heard blues from, from Jump Street I heard blues, you know, and me being a young lady going back and hearing rock and roll and all that, well, naturally I was out there with the rock and rollers, you know. And I did it and I came on into the soul music and stuff, but the blues just stayed with me and I knew that was one that I really liked was the blues. And I'm guilty of the same. Uh, you know, I was listening to what I called rock and roll before I even realized it really truly was the blues. That's right. That's right. And you go through all of that, you know, and and I, th I think it's great to go through all that, to know more, uh, you know, more music than just one type of music. It's good to know it all. I, I think it's some beauty and it, it's, it's some good in all of it. You know, I, I've uh, listened to just about every genre throughout my life. And, uh, you know, you can find quality in, in anything. The way I look at it, hey, if it touches you, uh, it's good. It's good. That's right. That's right. If it touches you, you're going to find the good in it if it touches you. You know, I mentioned in the introduction, 
Trudy, that uh, you have been performing for well over 50 years. I understand it was actually, what, Albert Collins who first uh, brought you to the stage? Yes, it was. Tell, Albert Collins. Tell us 19, about that. 66, 60, let me see, I think that was 62, 63. Mm-hmm. Wow. On, a, on an Easter Sunday at a jam. <laughs> well, they used to, back in the day, they used to call them, uh, they call them jams and... Uh, Stuff now, but back then in the day, it was called matinees, a Sunday matinee. So it wasn't in the evening at all. It was in the evening, but it was a Sunday evening. They would call them a Sunday evening blues matinee. Nice. You know, only in Texas. Only in Texas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, man. To, to be called up on stage with Albert Collins, what a treat that must have been. Yes, and it was a treat, you know, and I, I met him through my mother. She knew him. She was a uh, well-known beauty, uh, cosmetologist back in the day, you know, and she knew a lot of the artists, you know. And I met him, and um, I didn't really, it didn't grasp me because I was young then of, of really who he was, you know, but I know that he was outstanding because my mom told me this, you know, and I met him, I, I heard him play. I, I remember when he did, when he first recorded, um, one of his hits that we put him out there was a tune called The Freeze. Are you familiar with that? Oh, that's why they call him the Ice Man. You bet. The Ice Man. That's where that came from. <laughs> you know, that's where that came from. Right there in that club uh, called the Walter's Lounge is where, when he recorded that song. You know, your career, it, it, just so much to try and cover in just a 15, 20-minute interview. It's impossible. So I want to kind of touch on some of the, the first, like first time on stage with uh, Albert Collins. And and uh, in 73, you began your recording career with, what was it, Senate Records with uh, the Senate release Records. of your debut? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. 45s is, was your first. As long live the blues and what a waste. Oh, man. I I wish I had that in my collection. I wish I did. <laughs> and and it's a gentleman from uh, Japan got in touch with me, and 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 he happened to have a few copies. And I knew a gentleman here in Houston that had some. Told me he had some, but by the time I got to him and tried to find him, the man was deceased, so I couldn't get him. I don't know what happened to him, but he had he had quite a few of them because he was a friend. Of the man that I recorded for Joe Edwards, he was he, he worked at the post office here in Houston, and he was a writer. And he wrote that song, and he asked me what I record that song, and I told him yes. You know, I was ready to do it, so I did it. You know, I remember I've got a fairly recent release. I believe it was Dry Johnson, and uh, didn't you do a version of Long Live the Blues with him on his release? Yes, he did. And when he bought that to me, when he said, I got a song, Long Live the Blues, he said, uh, why don't you do a, a, do it for me on my CD? And I said, Long Live the Blues? He said, yeah. And I said, well, I cut it. I recorded the song called Long Live the Blues. <laughs> he said, you did? He said, yes. I said, well, let me hear yours. <laughs> because that can happen. You can have the same title, but they're different songs. And, and that's what I was going to ask. Is that a remake of what you did? Just an upbeat uh, version for today? Or was Nothing that his? Close to it. Nothing close to the yeah. one I did. Nothing. Uh-uh. And what a waste, you know. I heard that got lots of uh, lots of airplay just because of the timing. Yep, yep. It was the shortest blues record in the world, always. Oscar Perry, he was a well-known blues artist here in Houston. I'm sure you're familiar with Oscar Perry. Uh, of course. He, he's the one that produced it. And when they got ready to, to, to put it together and master it and put it out, some kind of way they left a whole verse out. Well... 
Man, it's it's uh, what I heard with uh, Dry Johnson. I really love that. I love how you gave tribute to uh, some of the greats. You know, that was wonderful. Right, right, right. You know, uh, coming up next, highly recommended by guitarist Gary B.B. Coleman. You signed with and uh, in 1989 recorded the first of five releases on Ichabon Records. Now, looks like you and them had, you know, had a great relationship. Oh, we did. We did. We did. We did. He, um, I did. I did a lot with Ichaban. Ichaban, that label was the first one that carried me to Europe when I went to Europe on the American Black Festival in Italy. And, uh, you know, you've been going overseas ever since, haven't you? Oh, I'm sorry. You, you hear that beep beeping? <laughs> no, no, I don't hear anything. Oh, well, good, you don't, because the scam calls be running me crazy. I'm sure everybody gets those. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I wish there was a actually a way to block them. They say there I is. I wish there was a law. Too. I didn't want to change the subject, but I know on the news here in Houston, it was a gentleman saying he figured out a way to get them because, you know, he said if you can catch them and get who's calling you, that you could sue them and make them pay you. Well, good luck with that, man. You let me know how that works out. Well, he did it. He did it. And he was showing. He said, ain't no grand theft money. He said, some of them are thousand, some of them 500. He said, but if you just go at them like that, they'll let go. But you got to, you know, answer them and get them to call you one or two times and find out who they are. You know, and then you have to tell them to don't call you no more. And the bad thing is, you've probably had your number forever, and you don't want to change that number. You got so many contacts, you know. You don't but want. You to know change why? That. Even if you change that number, it's not going to help. I was I was uh, in um, Poland, and and I was talking to some people, and it's the same thing overseas. It's the same thing overseas. Well, you know, let's get back to America and let's get back to uh, some great things that have happened in your life. I want, uh, I, I want to fast forward a bit to when you were introduced to uh, Conor Ray Music and began your collaborating, your performing, and recording with the label's owner, the Heartmaster, Steve Crace. Yeah, yeah. Now, Steve and I have been knowing each other for a while. I met uh, Steve Crace through uh, Jerry Lightfoot. He was a guitarist here. And Jerry did a lot of working with Johnny Clyde Copeland, and that's how I met Steve. And then uh, we started doing a lot of uh, gigs around town together, you know. And so we just ended up, we hooked up. We hooked up. Man, what a perfect relationship you've got. I mean, you just work so good together. It's almost like your family up there on stage and off stage. He's, he's, he's like family to me. He is. You know, I was so lucky to be able to spend time with you and Steve and and uh you know the band uh, they're in new york that time a few years ago yeah, and uh, man what what a that was going to be a live recording i don't know if it ever did turn out to be a live recording but it was certainly a great show that evening oh thank you thank you i enjoyed it i love going to the jersey area i love it i love it new york and in that area i love it well, you know, in 2013, your first release with with Steve was Royal Oaks Blues Cafe. Cafe. Man, yeah, man, that baby, that, that shot up the Billboard Blues chart to number one and pretty much stayed in the top 50 for well over a year. Yes, it did. It really did. I mean, it just shot right out there. I Steve came by one day, and I was just sitting outside, and we were talking, and he said, well, what have you been doing? I said, oh, nothing. I said, I like listening to the older females sing, like, like, Etta, uh, not Etta, because I ain't going to put her there, because she and I are together. 
golden girls, you know. But anyway, and uh, I was told him I was I, I wanted to record some of these older ladies back in the days that you know that recorded. People are not really, really not everybody's familiar with them, you know. And so we, we we that's how we started. He said, "Well, you get it together." He said, "We go go in the studio and do that." I said, "Okay, let's do it." And that first one that we did, it just the billboard uh, grab it just shot right up. Oh man! Well, you've uh, you've also recorded what in 2015? Uh, Everything uh, comes with a price. Mm -hmm. 2016, I'll sing the blues for you. And 2018, Blues Keep Knocking. Those are all great successes there with that label. They were all good. They really were. They all they all of them made some good noise for me. <laughs> they all made good noise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It got all, they all got plenty of airtime here on Highway Blues. Yes, they did. I can they tell did. you that. Yes, and, uh, yes. If y'all just now tuning in, Trudy Lynn, Houston, Texas, uh, star from top to bottom, man. Uh, it's great to have her as this week's featured artist. Now, uh, Trudy, in 2022, you've just released your latest project. Uh, you know, it's appropriately titled Golden Girl. Tell us about uh, this new release and uh, who all was involved in making this. Some great special guests. I mean, what a great oh, release. Yeah. I had I had a ball doing this one, uh, Golden Girl Blues. This and this is a song that I wrote. You know, I met uh, Sally Benson, and I was telling her that I had some songs, and so she and I started talking about recording on her label. You know, and so she hooked me up with Terry, uh, uh, basically a Terry Wilson, and he's the one that produced the CD. And I had him on bass and uh, Brandon Temple on drums and uh, even uh, Terry's wife, Teresa James. She's off in the background for me on there. I love and, that gal. Uh, she's great. I love her, too. I love her, too. I love it too. I, I love her. I, I like her sound. You know, I, I, every, 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 everybody, I always, I wrote a song a while ago. Everybody got a blues song to sing. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got their own thing. I tell a lot of artists. When they start, don't 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 mimic nobody. Be yourself, you know, because everybody got a blues song to sing, and and I just love the sound of her. I like her sound. I do too. I mean, I've been listening to her since uh, pretty much her debut, and uh, she's been a guest on here a couple times. What a great gal to talk to, and I yeah. I believe she'd be uh, she'd be fun to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I also have Kevin McKendricks on on keyboard, and his son uh, Yates McKendricks on guitar and uh as i was saying uh anson he's a special guest on on the cd and 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 he's guitaring his heart out on this cd he is you know man you know him when you hear him on the cake he put the icing on the cake yeah. and of course steve grace on harmonica oh yeah and, and we, we we did most of the recording we did some of the recording here and did some in california uh, we we did two studios here in, in Texas, in Houston. We did one at the Steve Christian studio and one at uh, the Red uh, the Red Rooster studio here, Rock Romano studio. So we had a ball. We went right on in and just laid the tracks and got them ready. So it was just a cakewalk uh, right there, uh, just walk Every up to the mic and it was easy, yeah. Right, because most of the tunes on there, Terry wrote some and I wrote most of them, you know, so we were just... I was ready. I was ready because I had a whole full year off when that COVID come through, you know. And uh, I couldn't do nothing, you know, so I started writing. 
And I talked to a lot of artists during that uh, particular time. It was actually like a two-year period where basically yes, people were just shut down. And they all said, well, the good thing about it, we got to spend time, much-needed time with family and uh, got to be able to be creative. And so I was going to yes, ask you is. if uh, it was and a and pandemic. And, and it was all, yes, it was all the time. It, it made, made you kind of take an inventory of yourself, too. That's what happened to me. You know, I just started, I said, well... You know, I, I've been singing a long time, and then people tell me, you've been singing a long time. You, How do you do it and stuff? I say, have I? You know, and when you love doing something, you just go ahead on and you do it, you know. so. And they said, you don't change, you don't age. What do you do? I said, well, I don't let it bother me. And then I guess I had an immature. I said, well, now, girl, knock, knock, knock. You know, you're getting a little older now. <laughs> 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 but I don't, I'm, I'm, I, I thank God. I feel good. I feel like God has been good to me. And I'm, I'm still here. I'm still doing it. And you're true. It's true. If, uh, when people see you on stage, you just handle yourself just like, you know, just a young lady, man. You just look beautiful up there, and you can still perform. You can, you can bring people to their feet with no problem. All right, then, because I, I, I'll be for real. You know, when I sing a blues song and whatever title that song is, it's almost, if, if, if you watch me when I sing, this will be like watching a movie because I'm going to do that song. Well, you know, uh, the pandemic's behind us. And, uh, you know, Texas seems to be uh, one of them states where they're not going to be quite so thumbs on. And, uh, you know, they got everything broke loose where you're able to tour and go have a good time and do what you love. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And during, during the pandemic, I did. I, I got a little traveling in. So for this year, I've, I've been to Germany, France and Denmark. And uh, I went to Poland before I went to Germany. So I did a little uh, in Spain. I did a little traveling this year, you know. So but next year I'm going I'm ready. So what do you got planned? Uh, I see you got a uh, blues and barbecue coming up here in May. What else you got yeah. going on? Uh, well, we just got through doing uh, three CD release things here in Texas, in, in this area. And so we got that. And then I've got so far um, this festival that be in uh, Austin, Texas every September. It's the, um, I can't think of the name of it, but it's the Three Kings, I think. They have a big festival down there every September in, in uh, Austin, Texas. You know, so I've been doing a lot in Texas and getting ready and booking up for next year really to go overseas because that's mostly why i work well i'm getting ready next month to go down to the um award blues awards show there in memphis you know i'm up for a nomination there and and, and soul blues yes and so we're getting ready for that right now for sure and because i'm, I'm going to perform and so we're getting the musicians and stuff together to go up there and do that how wonderful is that, man? Uh, here you are, you're a oh, multiple cool. award winner, and, uh, you know, you just you just keep uh, putting out great music. Yes, yes, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy it. This is me. This is my life. I love it. How lucky can a person be to be uh, making a living doing exactly what they love? That's right. That's a blessing. That's it a is blessing. a blessing. Mm -hmm. It certainly is. Well, uh, how's Steve doing? I haven't talked to him for a little while. We sent a couple texts back and forth, but but uh, how's everything going there with y'all? He's doing good. He's doing good. He's with me on the uh, uh, CD releases I've been doing. I did three. I did one at the Conroe Club, which is an own club here in Houston, and then I went to Conroe, Texas, and another club here in Houston called the Mickey Duck, and we had three outstanding 
release things, you know. And the horn section I used was B.B. Uh, King's uh, trumpet player, Boo Lou uh, George Bo- uh, Bolan. Are you familiar with him? Yeah, well, you know, he's a longtime member of B.B. King's. B.B. Uh, King's, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he's from here in Houston, so... He, he 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 got the horn section for me on 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 these uh, release things he just did and they were just outstanding. Just an outstanding release. I, I got to tell you, Trudy, um, Thank you. golden girl, man. Uh, you may be a golden girl, but uh, you know you you the youngest, uh, most active golden girl I think I've ever known. <laughs> and I tell people when I do the song, I said, "Don't get it wrong. When I say golden, I didn't say olden." <laughs> <laughs> And say uh, golden. That means a lot of size, a lot of class, and a lot of pizzazz. A lot of shine, my friend. A lot right. of shine. That's right. That's well, right. before we let you go, I got to tell you what a pleasure it is to have you back on Highway Blues. And, uh, man, I hope you guys can work your way back up to the Midwest someday. I know you don't get here often. Hey, I'll travel if I got to, but I'm looking forward to seeing you guys again sometime soon. Okay, we're going to get up there soon you think. It'll be there. All right, well, Trudy, you tell everyone hello, and congratulations on the success of oh, uh, your new you release. So Thank and, you so uh, much. Before I let you I, go... I get everybody to check my... Uh, I've got a video that's out there on YouTube to check the new video out. Yeah. Golden I, Girl. Before I let you go, tell them everything you want them to know. Okay, I've got a video that's on YouTube that's out called The Golden Girl. I would like everybody to go out and check it out and check out the uh, title cut of the CD, Golden Girl. And if they want to learn more about you and the band, how to get some of your music, uh, send them off to a website. Tell them where they can go. Uh, they can go to Nola Blue uh, and, 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 and get all the stuff that you want, right? And, or even you can get me at com or trudylandbluesinger.com or com. Catch me at any one of them. And I'll be on YouTube. They got all the addresses for you to get to. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's on Spotify, Amazon. We own everything. All right, well, Trudy, thanks again for taking the time. I know you're probably really busy with this new release. It's still topping up there real high on the charts, and uh, I, I expect it to stay there for quite some time. Yes, it is. It's, it's good. I, I've been getting such good reviews on it. I'm just, I'm just so happy about it. I am. Well, you have a right to be uh, standing tall, you know, with this new release. All right, then. All right. All right. Well, then, Trudy, thanks again. You take care. Be safe out there on them highways and uh, enjoy yourself down there in Memphis. And I hope you take home the hardware. All right, then. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you bet. You take care, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon, okay? Okay. All right. We'll see you now. All right. There you have it, folks. This week's featured artist. And uh, don't go away. Come 5 o'clock. Uh, Mark Hummel is going to be joining me here on the phone, and uh, they're going to be playing at the Zoo Bar tonight at 6 o'clock. So we're going to catch up on his career and uh, his latest release and what you can expect tonight at the Zoo Bar. So uh, uh, we got a little business to take care of. We're going to be playing more of uh, Trudy Lynn's work later on in the show. So don't go anywhere. Got a lot of great blues coming up right here on Highway Blues. <laughs> 